Welcome to RCCU The Rock Center podcast. Today, you will be hearing a message from Pastor Femi Enigwako. But before that, I am going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes from him, which says, Peace is not the absence of storm. It is the absolute confidence in the presence of God. Stay tuned and be blessed. This month, God gave us a theme, divine visitation. So my assignment this morning is to open our eyes to how to prepare for a divine visitation. So the theme for the message, I hope it will be quite brief, I hope, is preparation for a visitation. Preparation for a visitation or preparation for a divine visitation. First Kings chapter 17 I'm going to start reading from verse 8. 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. I'm going to start reading from verse 8. And the word of God says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, It's my prayer that in this season, the word of the Lord will come unto you. You know, many times we say here, What is caught is more powerful than what is taught. The same thing is taught to everyone, but what you catch makes a difference. And even beyond what is being preached from the altar, the word of God, Psalm 6 to 11 of Psalms, says, Once have I spoken, twice have you heard. So God is a speaking God. Now, www, the word works wonders. Over every situation of your life, you will hear the word. Over every situation where you need clear, clarity, I say you will hear the word. In the name of Jesus. So your first prayer, brother, is say, Father, let, your, let me receive your word in this season. Your word over that situation. Your word over that, whatever it is I'm trusting you. Let me receive your word. Let, let confusion be far away from me as possible. Let me, let me enter into a level of clarity because of the accuracy of your word. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for what you have done. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And the word of the Lord came unto him saying, Arise. So when he says arise, it probably means that, don't forget, we're going for preparation for the divine visitation. It probably means that man, he was on the ground, he was asleep, he was seated, and there are different things in life that make us get to that kind of level of frustration and um, you know that level that level of what just anyhow. I pray, pray, pray from the beginning of the year. Fasted 50 days, and nothing has changed. So God, anyhow, anyhow. From now to the end of the year, I'm just on casi level. Anything that comes, I'm ready to go with it. Then what is it telling you here? Arise. You have tarried on that level for so much a while. It's telling you, arise. Tell anybody, arise. Get thee to Zephyr, which belonged unto Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Sometime at the, at the beginning part of this year, we looked at the ministry of destiny helpers. Wherever your destiny helpers are, people that God has prepared for you, wherever they are at this moment and speak for the word of the almighty God they begin to locate you and you begin to locate them you know 
over this week, I, I saw a status. I think who, who put it up? I think it was Jennifer. Uh, he said, My destiny is better you locate me. I, I, how did she put it? It's better for my destiny if you wait for me to locate you. <laughs> you don't like it. Too. <laughs> it's better locate me on time. <laughs> because the ministry of destiny helpers are important. And so, one more time, I speak in what Papa says, the heart of the king. Is that of the Almighty God, and like rivers of water, I turn to whatever direction it pleases. Everyone who God has proposed to be of help to you, before this month is over, they will locate you. Is I'm moving with speed because I'm going somewhere else. So, so he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks, and he called to her and said. Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. So I'm sure when God had told him that he has prepared someone for him, he would have been thinking the person was, you know, he just like God told me that. Mo, say yes, Baba. He said, I've prepared somebody that will settle June, June 7 for you. Ah, ah, the Baba. You know, I now see the person, I now see that the person is even. <laughs> because sometimes our idea of how God is going to be moved is different from what God has prepared for us. But I want to move a little speed because I'm going somewhere else. Said, and, she, and as she was going to fetch it, he called her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, right, a morsel of bread in thy hand. Ah, ah. Then she now stopped and said, Ah, ah. As the Lord is going to give, I have not a cake, but a handful of a meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for my son and I, that we may eat and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go thou and hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first. And bring it unto me. And after make it for thee and thy son. You no, know, I imagine if this was happening now. <laughs> this guy is coming, Pastor. Is this? Pastor look face now. Do I call her in your face? That is a more color. <laughs> How can you tell me? I say I only have one thing. So they will they will they will tweet it. Say all pastors are in the same WhatsApp group. For me, it didn't really make sense. Somebody said they only have one parent. Just sorry, how am I even misbehaving this morning? Just one. I said, bring for me first. It's anti what we do now. Now, as leaders, we are seven leaders. You take care of the people first. But he said, No, bring to me first. It didn't make sense, but it made a lot of sense. I'm coming there this morning. And Bible says, For the Lord God. Of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and as she and he and her house did it many days, and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. So many words have been spoken over your life. 
It's about time to enter into a season of manifestation. You're going to pray for yourself. You're going to say, Father, let me enter into a fulfillment of every word over my life. Can you just pray for yourself? I say, Father, let me enter. As I obey your divine promises, as I obey divine instructions, give me access to the promise. Give me access to the promise. Malia, give me access to the promise. Thank you, Father, for what you have done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So that takes me to the context of what I'll be talking on today. My father, the Lord, taught me many years ago, Daddy Joe, he said, the importance of a visit depends on who is visiting. The importance of a visit depends on who is, who is the visitor. It's not the same way that my wife will attend to me. I'm getting honey, I'm coming home. Say, hey, why are you telling me? Come now. Ah. Honey, I'm back. Eh? Welcome. Honey, food. Who say, what do you want to eat? What is the microwave? Ah. So we are plenty in our WhatsApp group, sir. <laughs> what is it? But if Pastor Busy comes and just calls and say, Ah, Pastor T, when you face psychiatrist, you start blushing. Ah! I'm coming. For she said, What do you eat, sir? What do you eat? By the time he comes, they will resist. I'm not going to say, hey, hey, boo, hey, boo, hey, boo. You know, sometimes we value. I'm not saying that's my worst case, so I'm just, I'm just talking. So that I, hey, is, is that your case? No. Uh, all the men, is that the case of your wife? No, uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> but I'm my wife now receives a call or no number. He says, Hello, how are you? Say, Fine. Say, Is that Tony? Say, Yes. Say, My name is Ea. I demand. Say, Hey! He said, I'm approaching Gwyneth Country. Say, I'm on my way to you. My wife first faints. By the time they revive her, she's run. All the plates she had not used for husband before, she will bring everything out. Those, those we have some special dishes. Women, please use special dishes for your husband too. Please, it's not only for visitor. Why isn't it? Amen. Is that a walk? Is a statement of faith or fact? <laughs> don't you use plastic plates to serve your husband? The when guests not going, I use. But you I use uh, everything. My wife would treat that the Joe the way she had never treated her husband. I said, how the importance of a visit is determined by who is visiting. This month, the Lord himself is visiting us. And we must never take it for granted. Some visitors will come and add value to you. By their coming alone, they add value to you. Some visitors will come and they will deduct from you. You know, especially sometimes if you receive guests from Nigeria. I'm not saying this is always the case. So. No, I'm not saying this is always the case. Because they really don't understand. They cannot wash. They will wash five times a day with the washing machine. 
You want to watch singlet? And you are saying, hey, go do, go do, go do. Because they don't know that everything is bills, bills, bills. They enter bathroom, they put on the light, they dance out, come back in, light is still on. You will start, you will go inside and you put it off. Before you know that, they put it on again. Say, is it not light? Ah, it's bill. It's not just light. They will open the water, they will not be singing praise and worship. Inside bathroom, they come out of there now. Come out. Why don't you worship outside? Why you worship inside the bathroom? Ah, Mark Pamina. They don't understand because it's not water. Ah, it's, it's everything. Oh. But until they not stay for a while, they will understand. Some will come, they will add value to you. Some will come, they might deduct from you. And you will not know probably until the end of the month when the pinna comes. Double of everything. Not <laughs> But some will come and their presence will neither add or deduct anything from you. But the visitation we are going to receive this month we add every form of value. You are going to pray and say, Father, this month will not leave me the same way it met me. Can you open your mouth and speak unto, unto the Lord? I say, Father, this month will not leave me the same way it met me. In the name of Jesus. It will not leave me the same way it met me. Malia Shatala Kalaba. It will not leave me the same way it met me. In the name of Jesus. Esa Kalaba da Shetelia Rebalia Sekalamanaba. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So, what happens when you receive a divine visitation? Because a divine visitation is majorly about God, not about man. So, we are not just expecting our Father and the Lord, we are expecting the arrival of God. God is the King of Kings. What better preparation do we have to make when God Himself wants to visit us? It's not just that, it's not just that the Jew that we see. The anointing you don't celebrate, you can't attract. The anointing that can take a man from the backside of the desert and make him a global phenomenon. You will not just remain local, you will go global. Amen. So, what happens when God divinely visits? Sudden intervention, number one, sudden intervention in, in, in the affairs of our life. We experience sudden interventions in the affairs of our life. Sudden interventions. One day, Joseph woke up in the prison, and at the end of that day, he was in the palace. Just one day. One day, Mordecai was hunted, and Haman was the pursuer. But that night the king could not sleep because God was working out something and before that season was over Mordecai was victorious not only was he victorious he was promoted what happens when a divine sister saw the intervention one night Jacob wrestled all night he wrestled. So he got into that fight as, as Jacob. 
he left that fight as Israel. So not only was his name changed, his destiny had changed. One day Saul left as usual to go and persecute the Christians. But he had a divine visitation. He had an encounter. And not only did his name change from Saul to Paul, his destiny also changed. So when we are talking of divine visitation, we must know that God is set for a setup for somebody. One day, David woke up as usual to go and take care of his father's flock. Before the end of that day, he was anointed king. Can you please stand up? I don't know how long you have been at that level. I don't know how long that status has not changed. I don't know how long that reproach has been there. But a divine visitation brings sudden intervention. We are going to pray for a second. Say, Father, as a reason of this divine visitation, let there be a sudden intervention in my life. Can you open your mind and just begin to just pray? Let there be a sudden inter- intervention in every area of my life. Malia Sakalaba. You that can take Esther and use her to replace Vashti. <laughs> you that could take Jacob and make him Israel. You that could take David from a shepherd boy and make him a king. Father Lord, visit me. Let me experience that divine visitation. Turn my story around. Malia Shakalaba. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Shout a believing amen. amen. You can be seated. What happened when God visits? I said, number one, we experience sudden intervention in the affairs of our life. Number two, hopelessness gives way to hope. Hopelessness gives way to hope. Now look at Ezekiel chapter 37 Ezekiel 37 verse 1 to 10 Bible says and the hand of the Lord was upon me and he carried me out of the spirit and sent me down to a valley which was full of bones verse 2 says and he caused me to pass by them round about and behold there were very many in the open valley and lo they were very dry they were not just dry they were very dry and verse 3 is where I'm going to and he says, and he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? I'm sure in his mind you'll have said, if they say, Show you they want him in God happen. These sons and are dry. But you know what? Because of he has heard his pastor say, maybe the Sunday before, that we, with God nothing is impossible. So he, can't, he can't tell God no. But in his mind of mind, he knows say, ah, ah. No, 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 no. So you know what he said? He said, Oh Lord God, thou knowest. <laughs> because sometimes situations that we find ourselves in look so impossible, so hopeless. And you're asking yourself, can this ever change? Someone receives a, a, a doctor's report, maybe not, some, not here, I'm just saying, that HIV positive. 
automatically it sounds like a death sentence. Somebody, something happens, you say, it's hopeless. Nothing can happen. But we have a God. When the divine visitation happens, it turns hopeless situation, it gives way to hope. And Bible says in verse 4, it said unto me, prophesy unto these bones. And he said unto them, O you dry bones, hear you the word of the Lord. Thus hear the God of these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter inside you, and you shall live. Verse 6 says, and he will live. So verse 7 is where he says, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold the shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. You know what, what struck me there in this cell? Bible says, so as I prophesied, if he refused to prophesy, nothing will have happened. God has put the matter of your destiny sometimes into our hands. That is a closed mouth leads to a closed destiny. So you are going to prophesy this morning. You are going to speak for the word of God over your life. You are going to say, Father, I speak for your word over my life. Can't you begin to just speak for that word? Balia Sakala. Speak it out. Don't bother. Speak it out. Everything that is dead in me receives life. Paradise gives way. I prophesy. I'm a father of nations. I'm a mother of nations. I prophesy. I will not be stranded. I prophesy. You are turning my situation around. Except there is no God in heaven. Prophesy something and see God move. I prophesy your word over my life. Don't just murmur, brethren. It's a life-changing one minute that God has given us. Prophesy. Whatever is hopeless gives way to hope. Because God is bound to fulfill his word. Just 24, 35 of Matthew. Since heaven and earth will pass away. But every word which God has spoken will not come back to evil except the accomplishments which have been sent. Ten seconds more. Prophesy. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So I join my faith with yours. As you have prophesied, according to the will of God, so shall it be in the name of the Father. Let me hear a believing amen. So shall it be in the name of the Son. And so shall it be in the name of the Holy Spirit. for granted at all. At all. What happened when there's a divine visitation? What happened when God visits? I said number one, we experience sudden interventions in our lives. Number two, hopelessness gives way to hope. Number three, our laughter becomes unending. There's a saying that says he that laughs, laughs, laughs best. When I was preparing this and praying, I had God tell me something. And I'm going to say it over you. He says, As the Lord liveth, those who have been laughing at you will come and laugh with you. Yeah. No, they, they, you might not, you know, in life, you might not see them when they're laughing at you. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Anything you do is a laughing point. Because you see. But again, I speak it as the Lord has spoken. All those who have been laughing at you will come and laugh with you. 
at that time, I'm sure Hannah will have almost entered the depression. But it was almost a hopeless case. It's easy to preach when things are going bam bam for you. It's very easy. Oh God is a provider. Yes, because we are making six figures, almost entering seven. Definitely God is a provider. <laughs> but you say when God is a provider, when you are hustling, say, God, please just do your thing. Is it to say God is a healer? I can preach it because everything is okay. When you jam sickness or sickness jams you, you ask, hey God, are you sure you are still a healer? And I will have almost entered depression. But you know what? After her divine visitation, her name changed. From barrenness, from a person who is trusting God for a child, and she became a mother. And so I join my faith with anyone in this house or those watching me online, especially trusting God for a child. As the Lord liveth, as the Lord liveth, as the Lord liveth, you will bring forth in the name of Jesus. The Lord that did it for Hannah, the Lord that did it for Sarah, will do yours in the name of Jesus. almost entered menopause. I don't know if she will have entered. She has already entered. In fact, she's already a grandma of menopause ministries. Senior pastor of menopause ministries. Because she was already experienced. But thank God is menopause, not menostop. But when you push a film, you play again. So the same God that menopause, that's a menoplay. Things are going to come out. So I speak again. People might have thought that's your ending point. In this season, you will laugh last. And when God turned their story around, they began to, their laughter became unending. Let me move fast because I don't know how time flies. Number four. What happens when we experience a divine station? There is preservation and also judgment. There's a divine station, there's preservation and there's judgment. It's like a two-edged two sword. Let me explain this to you a little bit. Exodus chapter 12, verse 23. Exodus chapter 12, verse 23. Just when the Lord God he said, When the Lord God goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians, that was judgment. He says, He will see the blood of the top and the side of the diaphragm. And will pass over that doorway, and it will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses and strike you down. I'm going to pray. Please be on your feet, please. Please, please just permit me, permit me. That this divine visitation will bring preservation for you and your household. Can you just begin to just pray? That no matter even if there's judgment in the land, the Lord will preserve you. In the name of we held that in the prayer line some days ago. But a, a divine visitation brings both preservation and judgment. Say, Father, we will not be on the side of judgment, but we will be on the side of preservation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you. You can be seated. I'll start wrapping up now. What determines if you get preservation or judgment is 
Your spiritual location determines your allocation. Where you are, your state spiritually will determine if you are going to get judgment or preservation. So I pray for you today. You will get preservation. Finally, what happens when there is a divine visitation? There is manifestation of long-standing promises. There is a manifestation of long-standing promises.
boy divine visitation. How? Number one, be sensitive. Be sensitive. If this widow here was not sensitive to the prophet that was sent to her, as she said, they like they've come again. They have come again. They have come again. It's come as they have come again. They come again. If she, you have to be sensitive. Of obedience to divine instruction gives us access to the promise. I've taught us that before. So you are not just doing the usual. It's time to open your heart and your spirit and connect to the tune of the Holy Ghost. You know, whether you know it or not, there's Wi-Fi here. You know it. But some of us, we don't, might not have data. But you might not also have Wi-Fi because you don't know the password. What sensitivity does is it connects you to the heavenly Wi-Fi so that you are online real time with what God is saying. And your assignment is to obey what he has, he has told you to do. Be sensitive. How do you prepare for a divine visitation? Number one, sensitivity. Be sensitive. Number two, songs of worship and praise. Songs of, and this doesn't have to do, like today, I've missed my key like once or twice. I've people say, is this our pastor? I got to be changing here. Yes, even my own voice is changing here. So it doesn't have to you have to do with you knowing how to sing. This America is about is a good place in Jesus' name. I received one letter that could almost shatter my destiny. Say Jesus, and I heard God tell me, take that letter to the altar and go and praise me. Take that letter to the altar and praise me. I say, hey, that's all. Say that's all. It's not every time you engage in. There are sometimes you can settle. So if God divinely directs you, some things will be settled effortlessly. I came, I brought that report. I praised without drum. So imagine dancing without drum and, and, and just dancing a cappella, by cappella, calamala, everything. Dancing off beat, home beat. But I can go and we roll everything. Within one month, that, that report was reversed. So stop looking like your problem. Look like a child of the Most High. Songs of praise and worship. So you remember the doctor's report. Say, what shall I render? What shall I render? Do you remember that your, your, sister, your junior sister is doing the 10th year old bed of a child and you have not even done anyone? They've all conspired. And they have they've all want to bring you down, and your heart is troubled. I serve a God who never your songs must be unending. So apart from being sensitive in preparing for a divine visitation, there must be songs of worship, songs of praise. It must be evident to you. Nothing must steal your joy. Nothing. Number three. How do you prepare for a divine visitation? Serve. Serve. And I remember my wife saying that <laughs> in her testimony. Because then, if we shake my wife like this, nothing, yes, coins. 
suffering and inside of you when you have emerged some of you you are in part one of your life like, like the lava of pupa stage you are not attractive so I saw you when you were not attractive <laughs> but now see how oh, I can see all over you oh, the glory of the Lord yes I love you with love <laughs> is it, is it, to me is that biblical who taught you that where did you learn that from? <laughs> Say, well done. Well done to you too. But you know what? In that season, when she did have Shikba, uh, Shikba, uh, thank you, you know, you're the expert. She said, I just have you know. Never think you don't have anything to give unto the Lord. Some of us equate giving to money alone. When I didn't have a job many years ago in Nigeria, but before 6.30 a.m. I'm in church, and I didn't have a car. Someone that doesn't have a job, I will have a car. You will see me, I will get up like the pastor. Enter Okada. Faithfully. To church. Goes everywhere. Evangelism, enter boss. Praise the Lord, nobody will answer me. I said, if you know you don't turn back on the journey of no return, shout hallelujah, everybody will shout. Because nobody wants to die. Then I will preach. Clean chair, clean toilet. That's why there is nothing now we don't serve because we are used to serving. Yesterday, what time did you leave that place? Maybe like to 10. Washing, scrubbing. Let me celebrate this man. This man. Let me celebrate them, please. Let me, let me celebrate them. I said, please don't keep my wife for me. More pain, everything. Let's serve him be a lifestyle. And you serve not because you want to get the attention of anybody. You are getting the attention of God. Man might not commend you, but God will reward you. And whose commendation do you need the most? It's God's. All men may say we know you, but if God says, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, that's all that stands. Say, come for me doing service. Say, Pastor, I watch it online. Not be, I'm, I'm not just about to watch online, but you have to learn how to go the extra mile. Show, how do you prepare for the Number one, what, what's number one? Sensitive. Number two, songs of worship and praise. Number three, serve. Number four, sacrifice. So, imagine me. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm calling names this morning. Please, do, I don't do forgive me. That's why, Pastor Bissina, even when we travel, they will call him. Please, where's my plant? Oh, where's my plant? Oh, my tomato must come out. Oh, I'm using everything, everything, just every day. Just as a kidney, I don't live one. Hey, have you wet in the morning? Early morning, have you wet the plant? In the evening, have you wet the plant? I'm saying, why you never say, How are you? They're just saying, Where the plant? Oh, so imagine me when I travel, I knock on my wife. Oh, where did the plant? You say which plant? What did you even sow in the first place? Is it not someone that sowed like Pastor Busy that did all the guru 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 to put his head? I would say where the plant? Me, I said I said where's the weed? Because 
I didn't say I didn't do anything. I didn't. Some people don't like to garden. I don't like it's not my own calling for now. But I'm saying this to say one of the biggest principles of divine provision is sowing. It can never change. Bible says in Proverbs 24, 11 and 12 says, There is he that scattereth, but yet increaseth. So if there is no scattering, there is no receiving. Seed time and harvest. So if there is no seeding, there is no harvesting. I know the difference there. What version is that? What, what verse is that? I think I read that scripture. Um, yes. Yes. Genesis 8 22. It says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and what? Seed time and what? It didn't say harvest time. Seed time and harvest. Your own responsibility is just you, that time of sowing. The harvest never ends. Especially when it's to, to fertile ground, what God is involved in, you can never lack. And you don't sow because it's plenty. See this woman here. They didn't say, they didn't have a lot. But this one I have, I'm giving. They will even eat and die. That was the next thing for her. But no. If you die with God, you will rule and reign with Him. I will talk on discipleship. I remember the story of, thank you, Jesus. This woman that Jesus went to, I think Jesus went to the house, I can't remember the story very well now, that she poured a perfume, an alabaster, yeah. You know, how we professional hypocrites would do? Number one, how can you allow Olosho United to even come near you? How? This one, she doesn't look like a, like a sister, like a bro or a sis. How? Number one. In a way, we have a way of judging people. Not only did she just come, she now bought perfume. Perfume. I'm saying this, don't think I can speak English, I can speak. Alabaster oil, like oud. Not the difference between oud and toilet. Fragrance, perfume, and oud. Not the difference. And you, one day you will know. You will know. So, yeah, you, will, you will know by God's grace. There's a difference between wood and wood and toilets. Find out. That's assignment. When you go to Dubai and you see wood, you will see the difference. That one, oh my God, that's not good there. When someone uses it and they come, you know, ah, ah, it's different. When you have experienced a divine session, you carry a divine wood. Every, everywhere you step into, people can smell the fragrance of God over your life. Finally, I said number one, song of worship and praise. Number two, be sensitive. Number three, serve. Number four, sow sacrificially. And number five, a spiritual preparation. Sanctify yourself. Be separated. God can tell you to fast from now till after Daddy Joe leaves. You will not die. Say, ha. Ah. Friday tomorrow, call. Ah, 
I've been preparing for that by the God. After the birthday, I will, I will start. Partial obedience is total disobedience. You think it's always easy to fast? Fasting doesn't know customer. You might finish 25 days and you want to now fast again under two days. By 8 a.m., your stomach is singing in new tongues. It doesn't say you are a good customer before that you not feel it. You will always feel it. Your eye will be seeing things as usual. However, you hold on to this spiritual preparation. You are still saying, wake up and pray. You go and wake up and pray because the cloud is loaded and something is set to happen. You are watching Blacklist season 10 the final episode and the Holy Ghost tells you son get up and pray say after a more thing finishes I will pray you don't say that you don't get up and do what it's a spiritual preparation for that situation I said number one was what be sensitive number two songs of worship and praise number three serve number four Sacrifice number five, spiritual preparation can be on our feet.